Are you tired of podcasts that don't talk about things? Well, here we are. Come listen to Waffles, Waffles and, and Mario, Mario talk, talk about things. things. Thank you for listening to the intro to Waffles and Mario talk, talk about, about things. things. Today's episode is brought to you by coffee. Do you need a legal stimulant? Drink coffee. It'll steal wakingness from your future and give it to your past. Coffee, it's one hell of a drug. Oh no, there's a dead body on the ground. I wonder who could have done it. Well, clearly looking at at the body, this was run over by a train. So we must be looking for a train. (gasps) Gasp! Choo-choo! Yes, we'll be choo-chooing over this evidence for a while. Breaking news! Somebody is breaking the news! Please stop breaking the news! I was using that! Take that news! And now to sports! Breaking sports. Somebody's breaking the sports. Yeah, smash. Take that, sports. That's that's what you get for being sporty. Ow. He, they, they broke sports. Now to weather. Cloudy in the highlands with lowland you know, flow of, of oxygen and water and moisture coming in. Uh, bring a raincoat and, and a jacket and an umbrella if you want to but also sunglasses we make up the weather we we used we used to in the past use witches and they would steer into their crystal balls and tell us what the future of the weather would be um, but then they outlawed witchcraft in the 1600s and now we're sort of stuck guessing mostly i stared into a crystal orb once and i didn't like what stared back it was scary and dark and now back to news on the Tim desk. Ow! Oh, oh! Ouch! We're gonna have to fix fix the news. Uh, but, but ow! It just why why do people keep coming in and breaking news? Can't news just happen without having to be broken? Ow! And and now we we bring you back to train murder. Your your nightly movie. From the look of these tracks, the train went that way. <gasps> You're so smart, detective, detective. Why, thank you, witness. Why, you're, you're the most beautiful witness that I've ever seen. Isn't this a conflict of interest, you dating the witness? Well, usually yes, but not all witnesses are as Fetching and lovely as you. Choo-choo. Yes, I'll be choo-chewing on this evidence for a while. dun 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 dun, dun. And now more breaking news. Oh, oh, why? Why? Why come back here and keep... It's already broken. You've already broken the news. What did the news ever do to you? The news... Killed my father. How? That's the news is like a, you know, it's current events and and you know interesting information that people. How could that have killed your dad? He was too busy watching the news, and he wasn't watching out 
four trains. Dun, dun, dun. That's right, folks. The real murderer was trains. Trains, they kill your family if you're not watching them. Also, the news. Don't watch the news because that's where you want to be watching out for trains. That's right, I've been Jimmy the Newsman with this special PSA warning you about trains and the news. So we've hoped you've learned something on today's episode of Is That a Train or Is That the News? Uh, coming in next week, we'll be interviewing Schmiegel on his favorite way to cook a brace of conies. Hey man, can you can you change the channel? I've seen this one before. It's it's weird how on that show every every episode the murderer either ends up being the train or the news. It's it's very confusing but also very predictable at the same time. Anyway, switch over to Whamtat, see what they're talking about this week. Uh hopefully it's not Trains are the news. And so then I, I went to my friend Toad, and he was like, uh, the princess, she's in another castle. That's, that's very interesting, Mario. So you were transported to this mushroom kingdom and asked to to save a princess. Who is also my girlfriend. Who's also your girlfriend. So you were dating this princess, and she got kidnapped by a rip uh, by by a, a a turtle dragon man is is that right ah uh, yes like a king goomba he was uh he was the the you know a dragon who had sex with a turtle or something i don't know i uh i was just uh you know eating a mushrooms and then suddenly you know, I was there, and everyone was like, hey, it's a you, a Mario. Yeah, why don't you go and uh, save the princess? And so I, I jumped down a pipe, and then I jumped down a couple of the guys, and, you know, and then I punched a brick, and a coin came out, but I also broke my fist. That was a weird, that, uh, you know, in order to get money in this world, you have to punch bricks. And I thought I was a plumber, not a builder, so why why am I punching the bricks? This does not make any sense. And then I went and uh, I, I went to the other castle and then I, I, I talked to the king, uh, King Koopa or whatever his name is. Some say Bowser. But either way, I talked to the dragon turtle thingy man and uh, got the princess back and then decided that for some reason we were doing the Olympics. You know, and then I go to the Olympics, and I'm racing a Sonic, and he's even he's from a different franchise. I'm like, why am I racing Sonic at the Olympics? This makes no sense. Uh, but then after the Olympics, we go a go karting, and then we go, and then there's a Rainbow Road, and so then I'm like, why am I driving a little car on a rainbow? This makes no sense. Why? Why is this happening? And then my brother Luigi. He goes and he inherits a mansion. Like, some guy just died and gives him a mansion, but then the mansion's full of ghosts. I'm like, if, if the ghosts exist in this world, then why does not the ghost just own the mansion? Why does he gotta go with his little vacuum cleaner and be like, oh, it's a ghost, I'm so scared. I'm so scared of the ghosts. But then the ghosts apparently are like really nice because then we're playing tennis. And we're playing tennis with one of the ghosts. And the 
the ghost is just like, oh, boo, I'm going to hit it a ball. And then they hit it a ball, and then I hit it a ball. And then we're playing tennis, and then suddenly some guy, he puts a, you know, puts a coat on me, and now I'm a doctor. I'm a doctor, Mario. I'm dispensing pills. I don't know. I've, I was a plumber three seconds ago. And then suddenly I'm a doctor. I'm not qualified to dispense medicine. Why? Why are they giving me the medicine to dispense? I can't even plumb. I do know. I can't even apparently know what castle the princess is in. This is so frustrating. Why? Why? Why did they put me, me, a Mario, through this? And then they gave me a cap. And then I throw the cap. And it takes possession of other people. They give me a demonic possession cap that they throw it. And it takes over people's minds. This is so, so scary. I'm so scared right now that anything in this world could be alive. And it has this, these weird, 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 you know, consequences that I don't think they are thought through. Yippee! Now, now hang on, Mario, for one second. You, you said that you were a doctor? Now, the Mario I know... He, he's not a doctor, he's an improviser slash filmmaker slash other, other things. You, you, you seem very suspicious, Mario. You, you claim to be Italian, but the Mario I know isn't Italian. He's ethnically ambiguous. He's from the country of ambiguity, and you're just here claiming to be a Italian, now this seems very, very suspicious. It almost seems like, let me Google something for a second. It says here that Mario is a, a fictional character owned by a Japanese gaming company called Nine Tindo. And, and oh, it just seems very, very suspicious indeed that this is nothing like the Mario that I know and usually co-host the show with. Hmm, hmm, my, my puzzling brain is is puzzling away at this it almost seems like you're not actually mario but you're a fictional character pretending to be mario hmm 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 other thinking noises all right you got me it's me jimino the criminal oh oh jimino the criminal i should have guessed I should have guessed that you were on your criminal rampage impersonating other people's identities. Oh, Jiminal, what, what have you been up to? Oh, you know, general crime type stuff. You know, us Jiminals have to, have to be constantly on our criming, otherwise they'll, they'll think that we're legitimate people. Honestly, somebody almost gave me a job the other day. I was in a shop trying to rob it. And and they were like, oh, oh, are you looking for employment? Do you have a CV? And I was just like, no, I don't have a CV. Why would I have a CV? I'm trying to rob you. And they were like, oh, is your name Rob? And would you like a job? You know, rob the job. And I was just like, no, my name is Jiminal the Criminal. 
I'm going to steal from you. And they're like, oh, oh, you want to be a steel worker? Well, I've got a friend in the construction industry. And if you give their CV, your CV to them, then you might get a job working with steel. I'm like, no, no, I'm a criminal. My name is Jiminal the criminal. I break the law. And they're like, oh, you want to become a lawyer? Oh, I know a friend who's a judge. I could, I could see if they, uh, there's any jobs going down at the legal departments if you want to to do to do a legal uh, you know legal type things I'm like no 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 the acts that I commit are illegal and they're like oh you want to work with ill eagles well I've got a friend who works at a bird sanctuary and I'm pretty sure there are some sick eagles there that you can help nurse back to health and that's it's you know and at the end of the day I just like fine I'll, I'll just I'll have a job I'll just, just, this is too much a hassle. What do you want me to do? Want me stocking shelves? Usually I'm taking things off shelves, but yeah, I can put stuff on shelves. And then they, you know, paid me minimum wage. And it, it's, it's so difficult for a criminal nowadays. Everybody's going legit. Everybody's getting real jobs. And it's so hard for, for us Geminals out there. And I think nobody thinks of the Geminals. Nobody's like, hmm, Hmm, maybe with 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 decriminalizing things, we're just giving less stuff for the criminals to do. Nobody thinks about the criminals. It's hard. It's a hard job being a criminal. Oh, oh, tell me about it. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know, right? No, no, no. I mean, I'm interviewing you. Tell me about how hard it is is being a criminal. Oh, a criminal. Is is criminal? You keep interspersing those two things. Your name is criminal. The the criminal? Yeah, yeah, Jiminal the criminal is my first name, but people sometimes call me Jim the Crim, or, you, you know, James the Crime, a man, um, but but my legal name was Jiminal the criminal. Yeah, they put it on the, on my uh, birth certificate, you know, uh, there was my dad, Fergula the Burglar, you know, that is a family name, it goes all the way back to Og the Caveman. And, you know, it's just been a family of middle name, the, you know, through all of, of, of time. But, you know, it's my dad, Fergula, the burglar, and my mum, Jill, the tax accountant. Uh, you know, they had me, uh, Jiminal, the criminal, and my brother, Blasonist, the arsonist, and my sister, you know, Jill, the other tax accountant, uh, named, named for my mum, the tax accountant. And so, yeah, it's sort of been a hard life growing up as a criminal. You know, everyone's trying to teach you how to go straight. And I'm like, I'm I'm not even straight. I'm, you know, I don't even know what I am in that regard. But, but, but you know, there was this like, no, you got to go straight. You got to, it's a straight and narrow. It's just like, but it's more fun being a criminal. Uh, you know, you get, to, you know, you're always thinking, what, what crime could I be right now committing in this moment? Like right now, I'm, I'm, committing tax avoidance yeah you know there is taxes all over the place and i'm avoiding all of them you know is that a tax on your desk right now oh no it's not oh i'm avoiding a tax from every angle yeah you know people are trying to tax me and i'm like oh this is very taxing but then you know i just you know the matrix sort of you know tax avoidance i'm a master tax avoidant and i'm always committing tax avoidance you know the irs they've been trying to get me for years but i don't even have you know one of those fancy numbers that they track you with i i, I think i i registered every time they're like oh what's your number i'm like zero 
and it breaks their system. And every time they type that in, it's just like, oh, it's Gemini the criminal, but, you know, and they're like, hmm, that seems like a made-up name, and so we're not going to pursue, that seems like a comedy character. And and so then I, I don't have to pay taxes, you know, and so, you know, I was jaywalking the other day, walking with a J, uh, you, you know, just a mess. I went to Sesame Street, and one of those characters gave me a J. They're like, hey, buddy, ha- this this episode's brought to you by the letter J. And I was just like, well, thank you. My name's Jiminal the Criminal, and, and I did a whole episode about, uh, you, you know, youth and crime and how so many youths will, will not, if not, you know, given proper upbringings and support, can often slip into a life of crime. And there was that guy, Oscar the Grouch, and... You know, it seems like he's been on tough times and, and there's all these affluent characters that are coming through and nobody's helping out Oscar the Grouch. The guy lives in a trash can and and there's all these people just being like, oh, you know, it's the guy who lives in a trash can. That's kind of implying that the guy is trash, but he's not trash. He's actually a really nice guy. We, we, we had a real good conversation about, you know, economic forces and, you know, disparity in, in economic living situations and how, you know, he would love to live in a house if he could, but, you know, he just can't afford rent and he's got, you know, mental issues that are not being addressed because they don't address that sort of stuff. They're like, oh, one, two, three, and ABC. But what they're not talking is about depression and anxiety, and so I was there, uh, you know, talking uh, to, you know, to them. And then there was that guy, uh, you, you know, uh, the vampire guy. I can't remember his name, but he was there and he was counting things. And this was like, you know, the guy who counts things. I can't remember his name. Either way, he was there and we were doing some, uh, you, you know, some talking about economics with him. And he was, you know, counting the number of, of times that the IRS and tax man were, were coming through Sesame Street and, you know, clearing out houses and stuff like that for people not paying their rents and things. Because actually Sesame Street, you know, you wonder how to get to Sesame Street. Well, how you get to Sesame Street is you commit a crime. Because Sesame Street is actually in the middle of a prison. That's what a lot of people don't actually talk about. It's why, you know, you, you don't know how to get there. It's because how to get there is actually to commit some quite heinous acts. And I don't want to talk about what crimes, uh, you know, all of the different characters on on the street have committed, uh, but some of them are pretty nasty. And, you you know, and I think they're all trying to reform their lives. They're all trying to become better people, uh, you know, because I'm a great believer in reform. I think that reform is great, but... But honestly, some of them probably deserve to be there. But I'll tell you, because I think Oscar and me, we, we really had a bit of a connection. He he was stealing food to feed his family. There's, there's a whole family of grouches. And, and and you know, he, he tried to get a job. Nobody would hire him because, you know, they don't really talk about the fact that there's this massive discrimination against Muppets. You know, you, you know, you walk into a job and you expect to, uh, you know, to, to be interacting with another human being. And a lot of people, they don't like interacting with Muppets. And so people don't employ them. And so there's lots of jobs that Muppets could be doing that they're just not because of that discrimination. And so he worked for years, you know, trying to get a job and he was, you know, just living off, off uh, you know, government handouts and, and uh, food stamps and things like that. And until and one day he just got fed up and he went into a, into a grocery store and he was just putting stuff in his pockets and they arrested him. Uh, you know, and, and he ended up on, on Sesame Street living in it. Because even then, even within the prison system itself, they're not going to give him an apartment or anything like that. They put him in a trash can because of that 
you know, because even among Muppets, there's this discrimination within the Muppet system itself against the Grouches, which is just like it's discrimination within discrimination. And so the guy he has been doing it tough. He's been doing it really, really hard. And, and, you know, and he's just honestly, oh, it really breaks my heart. It really, it really breaks my heart. And so, you know, I went and I uh, committed assault and battery on one of the wardens because, you know, I'm Jimin of the criminal, always wanting to do crimes. And I think, you know, I'm, I'm trying to maybe do like a Robin Hood-esque Batman-ish thing with this. I, I haven't really thought this through of like what a life of crime would actually look like. But technically, vigilanteism is crime. And so I might, you know, be a vigilante, you know, rob from the rich, give to the poor sort of thing. Uh, you know, uh, I could even, you know, go right into, you know, economic crimes, uh, yeah, you know, of hacking into bank accounts and redistributing uh, wealth and funds to people. That could be quite interesting for, for Jiminel, the criminal, uh, you know, hero at large. You know, a lot of people, they think criminals are the bad guys. What if, what if Jiminel, the criminal, saved the day? You know, what if you're being assaulted? Uh, you know, some mugger is there trying to mug you, and instead, Jiminel the criminal mugs the mugger. And it'll be like, oh, give me your purse. And it'll be like, oh, no, my purse. And then Jiminel comes out of the shadows and, like, no, you give me your purse. And then criminals, like, oh, no, I've been mugged by Jiminel the criminal. And then I'd sign an autograph or something because I'd be famous. You know, and so everyone thinks that, you know, life of crime, that you're there and you're just, you know, poor and on the streets and struggling. But, you know, honestly, I've seen some of these white collar criminals and oh, they live in mansions and they're often up. Oh, I saw one of them. They, they became a politician. I was just like, I know that guy from crime school. He was, you know, you know, he was learning how to defraud public institutions. And now here he is in Parliament making up the laws. I'm like, oh, that's that's actually quite cunning. You know, because if you can make up laws and you can custom make laws that you the, yourself can then break. Like, oh, it's illegal to be called Jiminal. And and then you'd be breaking that law all the time. And so, like, I thought that was actually really, really interesting. And then that also got me talking, uh, you know, thinking uh, about, you know, there's white-collar criminals and then there's blue-collar criminals. But what about other-collar co criminals? You know, I'm, I'm thinking, I have a theory that black-collar crime is crime that you commit in the blackness of space. And I think somebody might have already done that, but it might have already, you know, been like a white-collar crime on Earth. And then they went to space and they're like, oh, we should arrest this person, but they're in space. And so that's like a whole other methods of, of a escaping arrest of oh i'll just become an astronaut and go to space commit space crimes and then you'd have to have like a you know space police space cops dun dun you know coming coming to arrest you in space and you'll be like oh you know i i disobey the law i'm even disobeying the law of gravity right now and then you float away and you know disobeying oh oh that's it the next crime i'm gonna commit is a crime against physics yeah, you know, you know, you know, Newton. He sets down the laws of physics, and everyone's just like, "Oh, oh, you got to commit the, you know, you got to, you know, stand up to the physics laws, uh, you know, gravity and all that sort of stuff." What if you commit cr physics crimes? Like, I'm gonna go back in time right now. I'm gonna go back in time right now. Oh, and see, I did. I went back in time, and theoretically, that's impossible. But I broke the laws of physics in order to go faster than the speed of light in order to go back in time. And so I'm thinking, like, I'm not quite sure, but maybe that's, like, multi-hued, sort of, you know, beyond the spec, like, ultraviolet collar crime, or infrared collar crime. 
You know, I'm thinking red collar crime is crime you commit on Mars. And we haven't got to Mars yet, but I'm, I'm, I'm excited for this new future of criminals discovering new colored collars of, of, of crime that they can commit. And, you know, so there's, I, I, you would think with the name blue collar crime that it would be like crime committed underwater. But maybe that's like aquamarine collar crimes. If you go underwater and commit, like, I'm pretty sure that's what James Cameron's trying to do. He's got his little submarines and things like that, and he's trying to discover new underwater crimes to commit. And that's like, oh, so there's a, you know, cutting edge criminology being committed right now with all these, you know, new collared crimes that, you know, that people haven't even committed yet. There are laws that haven't been invented yet that, that people will be committing crimes of in the future. And that's all that's exciting. I'm really, I'm pretty sure, like, what if green collar crimes, because you know how the Matrix is all green and stuff? What if green collar crime is crime that you commit online? You know, what if it's like crime that you commit in the cyberspace? Because there's like real space, then it would be black collar crime, but then you do green collar crime. That is like crime you commit in cyberspace, but then what if you were in space committing cyberspace crime, and then you would have like this dark green collar crime. Oh, oh, I'm getting so excited about all these new and varied forms of crime that me, Jiminal the criminal, might get to commit in the future. Oh, this is real exciting stuff. Oh, oh, oh I'm, I'm going to go and I'm going to write this down. And, oh, I should study criminology. That's what I'll do. I've already studied all of law in order to find out what laws that I'm committing. But what if I now study criminology? And that way I can be on the cutting edge of new criminal activity. And that way Jiminal will always be a criminal and never have to go straight. Because everybody's trying to reform Jimmy the Crimmy. And, oh, Jimmy the Crimmy. No, Jim the no Jiminal the criminal. It's got to be Jiminal the criminal. It's got a bit of ring to it. You know, you're in front of the judge, and they're like, "Now, James Monroe crime." And it's just like, "No, it's Jiminal the criminal." Ah, yeah, whatever. I'm off to commit more crimes. Jiminal away! Oh, oh no, he's stolen the the podcast. He he stole it. No, it's not. There's no more podcast. Bye. Are you searching for a D&D podcast that tells a twisted and macabre tale set in a world under siege by cosmic horrors? One that will make you fear for what lurks in the darkness and question your own grasp on reality? To bear witness to a party's struggle against their inner demons as they walk the thin line between hero and villain while their sanity frays and falls apart at the seams. Keeping good humor and a joke on their lips as all they know and love crumbles away. The chanting of cults, the corruption of mortals, the nightmares of the cosmos and the whispering of dark gods all awaits you in Gunpowder, Treason, No Plot, a 5th edition D&D podcast. Be sure to listen on any of your favorite podcast providers. Part of the Necropoticon Network. Hard to pronounce, easy to listen.